Welcome to the Real Estate Virgin Podcast, where we are here to elevate your business, take your business to the next level. We see agents all the time reaching out and saying, John, thank you. Jordan, thank you so much for uh, sharing all the knowledge, all the valuable uh, information, because we have been at the very bottom and we've gone through some, pardon my language, S-H-I, money sign. (laughs) (laughs) Some shish. Some shish. Yeah, but uh, we are not just agents that are talking about it. We're actually doing it. We're taking massive action. Uh, We had a power hour on Monday. Super excited about that one. We're going to be doing power hours every Monday, except you're going to be on vacation. So I'm I'm going to Cancun. I'm going to have my butt in the sand here in a little bit. That's going to be fun. Last little bit of traveling before the baby gets here. So I guess I'm going to have to take the lead on on power hour next uh, Monday. Yeah, you Uh, are. At 11 a.m. Central Time. Maybe I gotta see when my flight is because if I'm if I'm available I'll still be on. Okay, it. sweet, sounds good. We are. I ain't at, no quitter. Yeah, we're actually gonna record these as well. However, uh, you only will receive it if you are there, I think, or if you <laughs> register or like you register. Yeah, come on, guys, we're we're pounding value out between the podcast, between Power Hour, meet local meetups. We are. I mean, we're all over it, man. Oh, uh, it's, it's so fun too. I yeah. mean, we had literally uh, several meetings today. Just Honestly, like the meetings that we have are just, we're laying it all on the table, yep. right? Um, and it's super fun. My name is John Michael Perez, and you can find me on Instagram at, at John Michael Perez. All the social media is at John Michael Perez. Jordan? My name is Jordan Brown, John's competitor, business partner, <laughs> and so forth. And uh, you can find me on Instagram and all major social media at Jordan Sells ATX. Happy to be back, man. Ooh. I know it's only been it's only been a week, but I'm stoked for this episode. Yeah, me too. So, um, what are we going to be talking about today? So, we have a, a pretty great lineup for you today. Uh, we are going to be, you know, making a little bit of a big announcement. Ooh, very a little big. bit of a big announcement. <laughs> so, life changing announcement. Things that that we've had under wraps and that we've been working on for a while that we've been really excited about to roll out. Um, so make sure you stay tuned for that one. We're going to be t- uh, answering some questions from our listeners who have been reaching out on Instagram. If you wanted us to talk about something, just ask us on Instagram. You yeah. just heard our, our uh, handles there. Reach out and we'll discuss it here. There's a lot involved with real estate. There's- I was surprised to see how many questions we got. Yeah, it's been cool. It's nice because um, these are questions coming from people of all different you know, states of their career, mm. which is really cool. Yeah. So um, a lot of them are a little more beginner questions, which is great. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what this podcast is, right? Not only. Not only, but a lot of new listeners are listening. We got some, hey, shout out to all of our experience agents out there listening. Hopefully you're getting value out of this. I, I know if you implement things, it'll elevate your business to well, a new level. Well, that's the thing is I want to attract agents that are doing hella deals too, Yeah. right? Like that's... Because if we can collaborate and bring everyone in together, um, it'll just move everyone upwards. Everyone will win at that point. Yes, exactly. You know, yeah. you got to have producers that help, you know, it's someone who's beginning, kind of like what we're yeah. doing, to help everyone elevate to yeah. a new level. And that's the thing is we're going to be bringing on more top-level producers as well, this new announcement is going to provide us some more opportunities. Let's just tease that a little bit more, boy. I know, right? Well, I mean, if you've been on our Facebook and Instagram, you'll know. Yeah, yeah. No no shock to those people. Um, (laughs) And then lastly, after questions from the listeners, uh, we're going to be talking, we're going to take a little bit of a deeper approach onto Facebook groups. Facebook groups. So John John just uh, had a interview go live mm-hmm. on YouTube. one of the top coaches in the U.S. Yeah. Um, and he's a YouTube fanatic. He coaches agents, hundreds of thousands of agents every year. And, yeah, it's going to be. Have you ever wondered how to make six figures in a month from a Facebook group? Ooh. You might want to check that video out. Yeah, just that, saying. That video, uh, I was super happy with how it went because he was just asking me great questions. And I was, we, I was trying to lay it all out on the table like we talk about we're always just laying it all all out on the table if you want to get involved more add us on instagram talk to us you know what's funny is we were just kind of mentioning this is you let out a little bit of the secret sauce and then all the vultures start circling (laughs) and they start wanting to to get a peek behind the curtains you know it's kind of funny that way i know that's sort of an inside thing Uh, but, (laughs) but but yeah okay uh so questions 
we got a ton of questions that we're going to answer today. Yeah. And we're going to talk about Facebook groups. Yeah, and I think we have five really solid questions that uh, are probably on your mind. If you're a newer agent or uh, some of the strategies that you have questions about, we're going to dive into that. So, um, should we get to it? Let's what is this announcement that we keep saying is such a big deal for us and for you guys and, and uh, opportunities galore? Well, what do you got going on in your life right now? Oh, my God. I got <laughs> so hyped. I was I was ready just to <laughs> let it out. But, um, yeah, so going to Cancun. Okay. I'm excited. We leave tomorrow morning nice, bright, and early. Uh, my wife is 31 and a half weeks pregnant. Oh, my god! And you're not supposed to travel after 32 weeks. So we were like, let's get it out of the way. Ooh. And uh, we'll be set. It's been really cool. We've been getting little dudes, uh, you know, his room ready. We've been, we painted it. We added some cool, like, mountain colors and stuff like that. And uh, we have a sign. We have his crib ready. Mm-hmm. It's getting real, man. It's getting real. Um, I mean, that's the big bulk of what, what's you, exciting in our personal life. Are you nervous? I think I was, and I think because of who my partner is and her background with, like, she's a nanny, mm-hmm. and she's raised a kid from, like, three months or six weeks or something like that, six weeks old to now they're in, in school. Mm-hmm. Like, she has that experience. I think if neither one of us had that experience, I'd be a lot more nervous. Is she going to take off for a significant amount of time? Or That's the plan is to hopefully she, she won't have to work for maybe one, two years. We'll see. Yeah. And uh, we'll just see what she wants to do at that point and where we're at in life and go from there. I'd like for you to get start start getting more involved with the dad's group too. Uh, well, now I feel like I can. Yeah. You know, I felt like such a phony um, not being a dad. Yeah. And it made it really hard for me to buy in because I feel like everyone there is like they have this camaraderie because mm-hmm. they've all been through certain things to yeah. get, you know, in in their respective lives, but there's this common bond that mm-hmm. we were united by being dads. So I felt like this big phony going up to these events and i'm like hey guys i've got two dogs at home <laughs> you are know? you are you out of town on september 30th yep that's my uh baby shower oh yeah dude. yep yeah unfortunately i would love to go to casino night <laughs> I've, I've been craving one the last one was so much fun so fun. such a great event everyone had a blast you could just tell like everyone was vibing it was it was a good time well that's the thing is guys we're going to be talking about this a little later but so we have these events uh pretty often and what's cool is is we have sponsors pay for the events and then we invite a ton of dads or a ton of people that are uh familiar or in that facebook group to these events and it's not on our dime but it's benefiting these sponsors and uh, we just have such a fun time build amazing relationships uh, we'll talk about that a little bit yeah later. absolutely what about you what you got going on uh I went on a little mini vacation. Yeah, you uh, did. That was cool. And then um, we're big cruise fans here. <laughs> like my my mother in law's on a cruise right now. Oh, She's yeah. having a blast, living her best retired life. Nice. nice. So yeah, I, I try to get some work done. I'm not gonna lie on that vacation because I just went on another eight day, whatever. And then um, my kiddo's growing up way too fast, man. He is growing up way too fast. It's nuts to see like everything that he's doing now and like his head of hair and yeah. I because I remember. I, it's just crazy. Like, I feel like it was yesterday that you called me and were like, hey, we're pregnant. I know. And I didn't believe you. Yeah, I know. That just brings it back to everything. Like, that's the important thing about life is, like, why are we doing what we're doing, you know? It's... I think I'm really excited for that aspect of being a dad is now, not that I didn't have it before. Like, Katie and I want to make a life for ourselves aside from a child. Mm-hmm. But now it's like I just hear that everything changes once you have yeah. a kid and it's like, this is priority. Like, this yeah. is the future. This is how like my bloodline continues. It's something primal about it, you yeah. know. I mean, it's so true. I mean, now it's like now we're building right for something more than just myself, you know. Um, and that's why I, you know, I work so hard so that when he gets to a certain age, I can be there a hundred percent of the time, you know, because that's the dream is is having income. And coming in, and I'm just hanging out with my kiddo, you know, and and building genuine time, genuine memories, and uh, and that's the dream, right? I think most agents they don't get into production to produce their entire life. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've got to have a kind of not necessarily an exit plan, but um, that as well. Yeah. You need to have a really healthy work life balance that works for you. Mm-hmm. Some people can knock out, you know, 60 transactions a year and somehow find balance in that. Some people get overwhelmed by having two or three going on at a time. Yeah. And it's like I had my goal, like my my vision of success or my idea of success is being 
not missing my kiddos major life events mm-hmm. being there for their ball games or yep. whatever it is that they they're into and not being the person that's like oh well dad had to work yeah you know or dad got called in to get ske- or was scheduled for this like i want to build a team with resources and all this to where the important stuff in life takes priority and i don't feel like i'm working uh in my business forever. I can have my business working for me at a certain point. Yeah. And, you know, some of my mentors always talk about having this aggressive patience, right? It's like aggressively pushing towards being able to get to that point, but you're still patient that you know it's not going to happen overnight. Exactly. And so for me, I'm constantly like, how do we get to the level where I can be with my kid 100% of the time, you know? Because like, it's a major sacrifice being away from my family. Like it really is like I, you know, I left this morning at eight 30 and I won't be back until, you know, eight 30 or nine, you know, I don't want to do that forever. I don't want to do that forever. And so now like, how do I pour into so many people? How do I build so many relationships and how do I build a business where income is coming in on a consistent basis to where hopefully I don't have to produce as much and as hard for my entire life. Yeah. And I think a lot of listeners can, um, relate to that. I think that's a common goal. I think that's what we all want to, we all want to achieve. Right. Yeah. And the thing is, it's not going to happen overnight, you know, Yeah, but we're aggressively pushing towards that goal. Mm -hmm. Patient, but resilient and consistent. Ooh. Yeah. So true. Okay. So I'm freaking fired up today, bro. I'm fired up too. Let's do this. Okay. That that was my wrestler. Uh, (laughs) let's do it. Let's do this. It's not like you're choking. I'm about to go give you the Heimlich over there. (laughs) It's allergies. Well, hey, shall we? Let's do it. All right, guys. Listen, listen. We've been teasing this long enough. It's time, time to, time to rip off the bandaid and let you know what we've got going on. So let me frame it up a little bit. Please do. So, I was watching this video a few months back, and there was this third party guy that was not. Uh, affiliated with the brokerage that we're talking about. And he was saying that within the last few years, what's happening is, is there's a blockbuster and a Netflix opportunity happening right now. Right. And basically what he was getting at is at one point in time, Netflix approached blockbuster and they said, we want to be a part of what you've got going on. And we've got this new opportunity. It's a streaming platform. It's only online. And Blockbuster said no. Where's Blockbuster now? There's only one store left. (laughs) Somewhere in the U.S., Mm -hmm. and I haven't haven't been there. Um, And so Netflix is now a giant, right? Everyone uses Netflix. Uh, They are on the forefront of streaming services. I look at where we have moved to, and I think it is the Netflix of, of real estate. Now, here's the thing. Both you and I have fought this model for the longest time. (laughs) I've literally made fun of people who have told me that this is where they're at. (laughs) I've rolled my eyes. I've cursed them. I've trolled them online. (laughs) I've I've made the memes. I've shared them. I, I can't deny it. I can't deny it anymore. I know. It's just that simply put. Yeah. Once I got over my own ego of ignorance and not knowing what all's behind it, I was able to go, you know what? There's something here. Yeah. And so I'm looking at the numbers. I'm looking at my you know previous sales, and I'm like, wait a minute. So if I sell this amount of houses, I can get all of my cap back, right? And I can get this much ownership of the brokerage. I'm like, wait a minute. So the last four years, three, four years of me hitting certain numbers, I would have made hundreds of thousands of dollars more than what I am now. Um, And then also the model of collaborating with other agents and wanting, legitimately wanting them to succeed because... Everyone benefits. Everyone benefits, right? It sounds so much like a cult. (laughs) It does. It really does. It does. But it, I mean, it's real. Call call me a member. (laughs) I'm freaking in, bro. I need a tattoo. Like, anyway, so big, uh, so this is our framing of it. Yes, we joined, um, well, you know what? I'm going to start with what, why we joined. Sure. 
Uh, one is we joined the Wolf Pack, which is an awesome organization. It's with Mike Sherrard. Uh, we joined under Suman Kim. And the Wolf Pack is an organization under the three-letter word that I've hated. <laughs> like I said, I've literally rolled my eyes at this every, and I, I can't fight it anymore. I can't either. We're with freaking EXP, baby. Exponentially growing. Um, you know, the numbers, I can't fight them anymore. Let's just do it. Um, but um, I think there's just so much opportunity with the leverage of Mike, what Mike has built. Specifically. Yeah. It's really cool because exp provides and guys before you tune out just just listen all right if you want to you can skip ahead but i encourage you not to have an open mind i was in your shoes if you're if this is causing some kind of discomfort for you yeah i get it you know it's like when uh atheists like hear jesus or whatever yeah it's like just just hear me out (laughs) remove your ego remove your pride uh we're just gonna let you know why we did it yeah you know you can do whatever you want Usually anytime you make a move, people naturally want to know why. Yeah. And and we had a fantastic relationship at TRE. We love those guys. They were instrumental in mm-hmm. that phase of our career. Yeah. They're amazing. Yes. They are absolutely There amazing. is no bad blood there nope. at all nope. whatsoever. We wish them nothing but success in the future. And all their agents. We've made so many good relationships there. Yeah. Yeah. So – that was not that wasn't ever the question. No. We see an opportunity to build something massive here. Yeah. Um, I and mean, we're looking at the numbers like we're, people are literally showing. I'm asking them, hey, can you show me your numbers like on the back end? It's not a joke. No, <laughs> no, bro. We went we went to a training in San Antonio um, for this company before we moved over, before we made the decision. We were just kind of doing our due diligence. We did a lot of research. Investigating, naturally. I, I was going because I was like, I'm going to find a reason for this not to work. Yes. I'm going to go in and sabotage this shit because <laughs> I don't want to be associated with it, right? Yeah. And everyone was drinking the Kool-Aid, bro. Everyone was stoked. People are people in the elevator are pulling out their rev share and showing me how they put their kids through college and through ways that they didn't have to do anything extra. It was just from selling real estate. It was not extra work. It was insane, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, I guess unless you were there, you don't really get it. But like, we, it was enough evidence for me to be like, these people are so bought in to success for on a personal level and on helping other people level and like they're so when someone's genuinely excited about it you can hear it we talk about authenticity and frequency these people were on a frequency they were on the level of like this is your opportunity like if you're a producer this is where you go if you're not a producer yet and you want to get there the wolf pack specifically is where a lot of value is Mm -hmm. we're excited about the model that exp has but in addition to that our mission has always been to give back to agents. Uh-huh. We want to develop better agents. John and I were at a point where we were like, let's just make our own courses, yep. right? Like we, and we still have those drafts. We're the, still doing we're it. We're still doing it. Yeah. But the resources and outline that the Wolfpack is, has for agents that, that collaborate with us is so impressive and yeah. it's so in depth and it's unlike anything else within EXP or any other brokerage as far as, an actual blueprint Mm -hmm. to agent success. Yeah. And and, I mean, it's an honest, this is going to be an honest review too. You know, like uh, I was at what the questions I was asking agents that were already a part of EXP was, what do you not like about it? Right. And a few of the, a few of the feedback was, you know, the onboarding is a little slow. Maybe it it could be better, you know, onboarding. And I I can agree. Um, But, most brokerages, you're going to get out of it what you put in. Yes. And so it doesn't matter where you go. If you're not putting in the work, you're not going to see the results. But if you have an open mind and you got some hustle in you, mm-hmm. I think this is the platform to take off. Especially from a leadership aspect because you want to see other people succeed and you benefit from that, right? But it doesn't hurt their bottom line. Yeah, that's the beautiful thing is it doesn't hurt the people that are under you or the people that are above you. It it, it doesn't. I mean, mostly it's the people that are under you. Right. Like, uh, oh, well, how much are you going to make? Right. That's the questions I get all the time. Well, how much are you going to make? Right. How much are you going to take from my pocket? Right. 
And the thing is, is we're not, right? Like we're taking from the profit of what EXP makes. Actually, not the profit, the revenue, right? That's yeah. a, there's a big difference, right? Because there's brokerages that are not profitable, right? Mm -hmm. And then you get nothing, right? You're getting a portion of the revenue, right? Not the profit. Yeah, so, it's so. exciting. I mean, we we have the opportunity to collaborate across the country, across the world, really. Mm -hmm. Anywhere you can buy or sell real estate, there's an opportunity for you to take advantage of these tools that we now can help introduce you to. And get yeah, it's created agents like Sum and Kim. You know, we talk about them a couple times. 114 agents is uh, 114 units sold 144 million dollars his first two years not a big deal that's insane right? some people go their whole careers not selling that much yeah and he joined the wolf pack and yep. he, he contributes a lot of his success from the wolf pack and so there's a saying that we always say is 90 percent of your success comes from the people you surround yourself with so who are you surrounding yourself with and even if it's half of the results that they get you're still making uh, 70 plus million in sales. Yep. And John and I, in full transparency, were looking at possibly opening up our own brokerage. Mm -hmm. And we were like, oh, like we have this, you know, what model do we want to take on? And how, what do we charge for this and desk fees and this and that? And who's going to be in charge of this? Who advertises for us? Who keeps such, who does our accounting for us? There's all these things associated with being a broker that a lot of people don't think about. Yeah. And you got to keep up with like people's licenses expiring or whatever. Like you do a lot of stuff other than like real estate transactions when you're mm -hmm. a broker and this uh this model that is there makes it to where you can collaborate on that same level that you want to and attract agents the way you want to without having to handhold for things that you really shouldn't have to handhold for yeah. you know what i mean so it's it's super interesting um i'm freaking excited for it dude i know i really am we've had so many conversations recently and i'm like that's like the easiest pitch in the world because like yeah, I mean, I'm not getting that here. If you, if you're lit, <laughs> okay, and this will be like my last little little stick about it, is if you're listening and you want to see how your numbers, if you're like a producing agent and you're like, I would never join EXP, I promise you, give us a chance to run numbers for you, and you might change your mind because <laughs> it's kind of bulletproof. It really is, especially if you have a team, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're gonna you're you'll be able to change do all the same numbers. Like, unless you're like, I don't know, 120 or I'm mean, 100%. Um, but even then, if you're doing high level, high numbers, you're like getting more than 100% because you're getting stock, you're getting, uh, you're getting uh, discounted stock as well. Mm -hmm. um, and then you're getting your cap back, you know, you're getting revenue share, revenue share, like, and, and you're getting on top of what you're, if you have a team and you're taking a, a certain percentage from your teammates, you can bring that over here too. So look, if you didn't vomit listening to that, just thank you for listening, being open-minded. Um, I know it's not for everybody, but we've been there. That was us. We were the people literally going to find reasons not to do it. Yeah. And just so that it would stop nagging us and you know in the back of our minds. But we're super excited for the opportunity, especially with the Wolfpack. I mean, there's no better group within EXP. I think the biggest misconception is that ev all groups are created equal, and they're not. Mm -hmm. The Wolfpack has something propri proprietary and is just insanely valuable. You talk about getting between onboarding, between uh, production, production, video, every single aspect of, your, of the modern day real estate agent AI, is there. Everything. And it's in depth at your fingertips, at your control. And it, then it's just up to you. At the end of the day, we can give all this value to you. We can give all this information to you. And it's up to you to go, go do it. I agree. So that's that's what that's we, the announcement. We're super <laughs> stoked. If you're not stoked for us, we're stoked for yeah, us. Yeah, we are. So I mean, the results speak for themselves. And I don't, I don't, I don't you know, you can do whatever you want. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't want to make your cat back. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just, okay. I'm so just kidding. All right. Let's go to the next. Uh, yeah, absolutely, the absolutely. Questions from our viewers. Yeah. I guess are they viewers? Uh, listeners. Listeners. Yeah. Listeners. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, if you're on YouTube, you're viewing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Shout out YouTube. Um, yeah, so we've been getting some questions, and we encourage you guys, if there's a specific topic that you want to hear us talk about on this podcast, we will fit this into an episode. Please, shout, shout out to all the people that uh, contributed, and we're going to go ahead and get started. 
Let's do it. So, uh, Deanna on Instagram reached out and she said, please do an episode on what a new agent needs to do to get started as far as how to handle your business and finances. Example, do I need to open a business account? What advice do you have in keeping uh, business finances and personal finances separate? Also, how do I pay myself and what should I keep my business or what should I keep in my business account when starting out? What should I plan for? What do I need to buy, etc. So there's a lot to unpack there, but let's get into it. Let's go with the first question. Yeah. Do I need to open up a business account? Yes and no. It depends because you can, if you're going to pay yourself through an LLC, which there might be benefits for, first of all, talk to a, talk to a CPA. We are not accountants. We're not accountants. You don't have to listen to what we're saying. We're going based off of our personal experiences. John has a, an LLC that he runs through. I do not. Mm-hmm. So you're going to hear two different perspectives on that. Um, and there may be benefits, but again, you need to talk to a professional. Mm-hmm. So if you are going to do a, a business account after you talk to your accountant and you all determine that that's the way to go, they'll suggest what kind of account you should go into. Most likely it's going to be an LLC of some sort. And you can pass on, you can basically pay yourself, and then you're writing that off on the business side. Mm-hmm. So that's where like certain tax benefits do come in in, uh, in handy. I think the importance of having a separate account is that every single thing that you're doing with your business, you can use that card for. And so now you're not having to look through your credit card, your personal account, your business account, and your, your you know, I, I don't know, your husband's or your wife's account. Yep. And so now it's just on one account and every single thing on there is business. Absolutely. And you can do the same thing. If, if you don't form an LLC or anything like that, open up a separate uh, checking account through your your bank that's all you have to do you can do the same exact thing you run everything through there you're keeping track of it with your bookkeeper or if you don't have a bookkeeper you can do like TurboTax, um and that's it or quickbooks sorry um another thing is is there is something called so talk to a financial advisor but i opened up an edward jones um what's it called a sep account i opened up a sep and then i also opened up a cash account um Full disclosure, I think I put fifteen grand into the SEP and I think I put forty five into the what was the other one? The cash account. The cash account. So cash account, I putting fifteen percent of every single check into that cash account. Edward Jones um, is just one option. There's several options out there. Uh, but usually on average they average I think five to six percent uh, return. And so at the end of the year, I'm putting 15%, and it's growing, you know, growing, it's growing, it's growing, it's growing. And so I'm using my tax money that I'm saving for taxes. At which the is the 15%. Which is the 15%. It's growing in addition. Hopefully, you know, on average, you're, fight, you're fighting inflation because on average, inflation every year is about 6%, right? So $100 this year is worth $96 next year, right? And so I'm actually fighting inflation with this cash uh, money market account with Edward Jones. And then the SEP account is actually money. uh, It's basically an IRA or what is it? A 401k? It depends. Like I I have a Roth IRA through Edward Jones. I've had since I was 21. Yeah. And so basically it's um, an account that I can put to the side and it is not counted towards my income. And up until age probably tell you withdraw the money yeah yeah up until i draw withdraw the money and they'll take it out of that right and so that is extra income that i don't have to pay taxes on yep there's a, a really great i'm glad that we we're talking about edward jones because like again we're not sponsored by them we're not getting paid to say this this is just our real life what we have and if um, you need a good financial advisor we have one yeah um edward jones i have a roth ira the reason this is important is it's something it's a kind of like a a 401 a 401k substitute because we know that realtors don't have retirement plans. Mm-hmm. Roth IRAs are just one of a, a lot of great options, so mm-hmm. check them out. Mm-hmm. But I'm a big fan of it because I can contribute, you know, x amount of dollars. I think it's up to 6500 per year. And so the earlier you get started, the earlier that starts compounding. And so you can actually earn a lot like by the end of 
when I retire, I should have at least a million in that from just making five hundred dollar contributions every every month. Yeah, you're gonna have way more than that. So, but yes. Um, also, I mean, going back to our big announcement, you know, we're able to now put five percent of our uh, commissions towards discounted stock, right? Which so, is sick, and that's connected to Edward Jones' account, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. I think I think it's E Trade. E Trade. Okay, yep. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, so it's connected to E Trade. So I'm getting discount. I, I think it's ten percent. Right, mm-hmm. so five percent. Whatever the average was for the month, mm-hmm. they take a ten percent cut off the top of that, and that's what you can buy the stock at. So you're getting whatever the median price was or yep. the mean price was. You're getting a ten percent discount off of that with five percent of your commission purchasing it. And that's an extra account that. And I that's can... an option. You don't have to do yeah, it. You don't. But have to. why not? Right. We're setting ourselves up for the future. Exactly. So. Yeah. So yeah. So when it comes to finances, that's pretty much what. what we do similar things. Um, the next question was, um, when starting out, what, what should I buy? They say, what should I plan for? Do I need to buy a computer? Should I hire a financial advisor, CPA? What other expenses will I have starting out? Mm. So we kind of covered the financial advisor part. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about equipment you're going to need mm-hmm. and uh, starting fees. Okay. So, um, two things, when you, especially when you're first getting into real estate, and honestly, these are the two most important things. Well, I guess three. Car is sort of a given, right? Yeah. You're going to need a car, right? Two, you're going to need a computer, obviously, so that you can um, work Preferably on, a laptop. Preferably a laptop, and I'm a big uh, believer in <laughs> um, Mac, so uh, just because it integrates good with my iPhone. Exactly. Uh, if you have an iPhone, MacBook Air, MacBook Pro... They're portable, lightweight, and in a very high-powered computer. So, and they integrate well with each other. Like for me, we do a lot of video, so we're 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 doing videos, um, you know, vertical, horizontal videos. It doesn't matter. But then we can airdrop those videos to our Mac so that we can edit those videos, right? Yeah. Or we can upload those videos to a drive and then send them to an editor. And it it's makes so sharing sharing the files back and forth between the devices is seamless that way. Super easy. Versus if I had like a Google Chromebook or something, I wouldn't be able to do that as easily. I'd have to upload it to Google Drive and then share yeah. the link and then I'd have to upload it. Which that takes time. Takes time, so. right? Yeah. And so um, So if you have an Android device, um, I don't know. There's options. Yeah. Go go check it out that's what you get for being an android user <laughs> but i'm sure you guys are good you you guys are awesome people <laughs> i'm just kidding no but there's great options. there's cheap options uh, i think chromebook is the really popular one right now people seem to love that um but yeah and then if you're gonna do content a high high quality phone yeah. is is important one that has a really good camera you know we were talking to a producer i'm not gonna say his name but we've talked about him several times before um we were like, hey, what kind of camera do you use? And he was like, dude, I use my phone. I'm like, what? This dude uses his phone? And he like has a huge YouTube channel? Mm-hmm. And he edits his own videos, too. You ain't got to do nothing fancy. Nah. Uh, v- speaking of editing, you're going to need some kind of editing software. I what, think. Uh, what do you use? I use iMovie, Me too. which is free on the MacBook, which is why I love it. It's, mm-hmm. you know, one reason I love it so much. Mm-hmm. It's just easy to use. Like if you're not very savvy with those kind of tools, it's very simple to follow. It like okay, I just drag and drop here. I can trim it within the. It's super easy. Very yeah. user friendly. Yeah, yeah. So I use iMovie as well. Um, super user friendly. And then like for my vertical content, like my short form, I use uh, an app called Perfect Video. Mm-hmm. It was free at the time. I'm, I think it's like five bucks now. Well worth it. Um, you can pull all the clips in for like TikTok content. Instagram reels, YouTube shorts, all that good stuff. Um, I pull them in there. It's easy. Again, I try to go for what's user-friendly. Yeah. And this is the most user-friendly that I've seen. And you use CapCut, right? I use CapCut. Yeah, CapCut is really good. Um, it, it directs you if you don't know what you're talking No, if you don't know what you're doing, uh, you can do... You can do telepro- teleprompting too. So, so if you need your script on the screen to help you get through it, you know, when you're starting, you're probably not as confident on the camera and you're worried about what you're going to say. You can type it all out, have it up on CapCut. Really great option. Speaking of scripts, if you are still listening, <laughs> um, if you go follow us on our Instagram page, Real Estate Virgins Podcast, um, within the next few days, I'm going to have 15 video scripts. 
And if you reach out to us and ask us for them, I will send them to you for free. And guess who got them first? Our Power Hour attendees. Yeah. So if you want, if you want like all the stuff that we're providing as quickly as possible, Power Hour is where it's at. Yeah. You you, you don't have to be an agent. You know, maybe you're thinking about getting into real estate, or maybe you've been in real estate for a long time, or maybe you're a part of this brokerage or that brokerage or this brokerage. We have this awesome thing called Power Hour, and that's we're just giving up a ton. Of, uh, of tips, tricks, and strategies, and tactics, and, and exactly what we're doing. We're not holding back. Come on, it's free. Yep. So what are the startup fees getting involved in real estate? I want to give a, an estimate first. Sure. Um, I think it would probably, not counting the computer and the phone. Yeah, like just fees to like do your background, your testing, mm-hmm. your membership fees, all that good stuff. How much do you think it would be? 2500 bucks. 25. That's a good one. Between like education, like my pre-licensing, fingerprints, background, um, all that good stuff. I think it's around 2 grand to 2500 bucks. Yeah, I, I agree. I, w- I would say closer to 2 grand, but um we'll call it 2250. 2250. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good estimate. Cuz the thing is is you're going to have to have money for your local uh, board of realtors, right? Yeah. That you're going to have to have Money. You got to get your e-key paid for, mm-hmm. which is how you open doors with just your phone. Yeah. You're going to at least need some money for uh, a listing sign and a super lockbox, mm-hmm. right? At least one or two. Some brokerages offer them. Um, and, you know, if you partner up with us, we'll let you borrow some. You know, it's yeah. free. Um, you got to give it back. Uh, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so I'd say about two grand. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, just between all the all the fees, I think that's a good number. Yeah. So, Deanna, thank you for the question. Uh, next one, Emilio on Facebook says, uh, what does your morning routine look like? Oh, man. You I'm going to be straight honest. <laughs> it depends what my day looks like. Yeah. If I've got a stacked calendar day, I try to I try to do something physical in the morning, mm-hmm. whether it's just a walk, you know, something outside that gets the sunshine on me. I think that's there's something really important to that that I, I can't really explain. Mm-hmm. But something about getting outside of your house and doing something physical for your body is is refreshing. Makes you feel good. Gets your day started on a right foot. People want to work with fit people and people that are on routines, you know? Yeah. Um, and I also notice that whenever I'm disciplined in those routines, my business typically oh. typically does better. Yeah. Let me, let me give my perfect day, right? When I'm selling the most amount of houses, right? Because it's cyclical. You know, throughout the year, I'm selling, you know, ton of houses, medium amount of houses. Maybe not as many. Uh, when I'm selling the most amount of houses, I am getting a workout done at the very beginning of the day, right? And then I'm looking over my database. I'm looking at my appointments. I'm scheduling appointments. I'm scheduling my social media throughout the day. I'm uh, scheduling um, my appointments for going to look at houses uh, to do videos as well. Um, and then I've got so many sources of leads that I'm just – I'm hitting, I'm hitting them every single, you know, I'm being consistent. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like that's when you're producing your, your day will kind of schedule itself a little bit and, Mm -hmm. and you just kind of plug and play the aspects like the workout, the, Mm -hmm. the break, the, this and that. So you'll be able to do that. I think if you're starting out and you're wondering what you can do all day to help get business going is you want to connect with as many people as possible. Yes. So the best way to do that is in person. Mm-hmm. If you can set an appointment to go hang out with a friend in person, grab some coffee, maybe lunch, and and possibly bring up real estate or have, you know, if they know you're a realtor, they might ask you, right? Yeah. But get in front of people. That's the most important thing you can do. If you can't get in front of people or you just want to maximize your reach, interact with people on, on Facebook, Instagram, all social media, film content. Fill your day with purpose-filled stuff. I had a quote that I saw on uh, X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it, and it was really, really pertinent to this. It ties in really well. Justin Welsh says, you aren't rewarded for being busy. You're rewarded for being productive. Mm. So don't fill your calendar with a bunch of meaningless tasks that don't align with your goals. I think high... Money-generating activities are meeting with people face-to-face or Zooms. I think that's the highest money-generating activity. You know, we were talking about earlier, how much is this meeting worth to us, right? Mm-hmm. Is it worth $300, $400? Is it worth $800? Um, is it worth $10,000? You know? Um, so that's one thing that I'm constantly thinking about is, is this, 
is this meeting worth my time? Yeah. We've been in a few of them where it's like the five minutes in, I'm going, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I lost money on this meeting. Yes. That's that's how, you know, it starts looking. But when you're starting out, the biggest thing, I think to summarize that, the biggest and best thing you can do is try to fill your time with interactions with people. Yes. And in in person if possible. And if you're a newer agent, um, I talked about this earlier today with another agent, and I said, If you're going to networking events, there's two types of networking events as an agent. One, it's agent events, and then two, it's non-agent events, right? And so there's two mindsets that you have to go into these both events, right? One mindset with agent events is I'm going to learn as much as possible, right? It's not so much... I mean, relationships are important when it comes to other agents, but you're not really getting deals from these other agents right. for the most part, right? Well, I'm, if you're going to networking event, they're probably in your area. You all are marketing to the same, same people. people. Yeah. yeah. And so if you're a newer agent and you're going to networking events that have mostly agents, go there to learn, right? Now, if it's a networking event where it's not mostly agents and it's mostly just local local people that are in your area that are not agents – you got to go there to build relationships, right? And so that's where opportunities come to sell more houses, right? Don't go there to just like, my name's John. I'm a real estate agent. My name's John. I'm a real estate agent. Go there. Like speed dating. Exactly. Go there with the intent to try to give value, right? Well, have a goal to like genuinely get to know on a humanistic level like five people. Yes. Have really meaningful conversations with five to ten people. And when you have these conversations, think about what can I do to help this person, right? Because if you go with that mindset of how can I help this person, the first thing that they're going to think about is I wonder how I can help this person. Yeah. You know? And we talk about if you're if you're a social introvert like me, if I go to a, a networking event where I'm not – I don't know everybody or I'm in the minority of, of like, I really don't know anyone here. It's hard for me to break out of my shell, but I find what makes it helpful. And those, those, uh, interactions more meaningful is the Ford questions. We talk, we're a big advocate of it here on the podcast. And there's a reason family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. Those are the four topics, F O R D the Ford topics Mm -hmm. that help us have better conversations when, you're meeting new people. Yeah, you might need, you might not know what to talk about next. So just think about Ford when you don't know what to talk about next. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're going to find out a lot of really important information about this person yeah. if you ask those questions or if you all get to those topics. You're going to find out why they're here in this area. You're going to find out what their living situation is. Do they have family here? Do they move here for a job? Occupation? What do you do? What pay grade are you in? Mm-hmm. Things yep. like that. Like yep. little little subtle things are really important and key indicators as to how valuable that conversation can be. Yeah. All right. So let's go to the next question. Taylor on Facebook asked, why do all realtor websites have a home search option when they can just use Zillow or Realtor? Great question. And uh, I think the answer comes from, it's very simple. If people can use your MLS-driven website, which is the most updated, you know, instead of them having to go on your portal, it's for you to attract leads. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. The reason you have a website is so that people go on to, you know, maybe they find an ad of yours, a Facebook ad, and you're advertising, uh, we talked about in the last podcast, houses under 400 grand in Leander ISD. That's an ad that I'm putting out right now. And people can click on my website and they start searching. And after two homes that they view, it's going to ask them, Uh, to put their contact information in. Guess what? I just captured a lead. I didn't know, I didn't know their information beforehand. And because my website was useful to them and matched what they were looking for. Now I have something to follow up on. Mm -hmm. Hey John, you know, thanks for viewing my website. I saw you were looking at homes uh, in Leander ISD. Tell me about that. How can I help you? Are these the type of homes that you're looking for? It opens up the conversation for, for cold leads and you got them from your website. That's that is the most simplistic, basic answer as to why they should use your website over Zillow or Realtor or any other site. You know, a big expectation that was false when I first got into real estate was a lead would come in and oh, I'm gonna sell my house in the next two weeks. <laughs> I wish, you know. Yeah. And really, the money comes within the follow up, right? Those people, you see a lead, don't think about it. Don't think instantly. Oh, that's a paycheck next week. Think about how 
the the relationship is going to be sometimes and a lot of times it's going to be a long term relationship, right? That lead came in, it might be four, six, eight months from now until you actually close on the deal, right? Wasn't there a? I think there was a, a show called like the Dating Game or something where like they'd have like a bachelor and they'd have three bachelorettes that were behind a wall. It's kind of like the leads. You get leads that come in. You have to ask questions to get to know what where they're at mm. and if, if they're a good fit for you yeah. and all sorts of stuff. Like maybe this person accidentally clicked on your website and they're in like Connecticut. You know what I mean? Like, and there's there's still an opportunity there. Maybe you pick their brains and, hey, I've got a team member I can refer you to in Connecticut. Yeah, don't just shut off a lead because you think they're not worth it, right? Like, always think about a few things. One, if I can't help them and they're in a different area, I wonder if I can find an agent that's in their area and then I can give them a referral and get a referral feedback, right? I've done that so many times. And it's like the, you know, uh, one of the agents we we talked to today was like, it was the the best $14,000 I ever made was... Didn't have to do anything. Didn't have to do one thing. And I've been on the other side of that. I have made the mistake of if a lead wasn't qualified, I dropped it because I didn't think it was going to turn into any, anything. Six, seven, eight months later, they closed on a house and I didn't get involved with it. Yeah. And, I, and it's important to have things like that because then I look at it and I go, you know what? I'm not going to make that mistake next time. Yeah. That mistake or that laziness, whatever it was that was within me that caused me to, to act that way cost me probably like three grand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So what's subs- good question, Taylor. Yeah, Thank you. Taylor. Yeah. Uh, what subscriptions do you use the most as a realtor? Only fans. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. I'm just kidding guys. I thought you were, I thought you had a channel on there. <laughs> yeah. That's where I get my leads from. <laughs> uh, I do not have a body for only fans, unfortunately, but, uh, subscriptions that I use I off the top of my head the most uh, practical one for me is QuickBooks Mm. QuickBooks Online the great thing about it is it has a mileage tracker as well where your phone can use the location uh, service and it tracks all your um, when you're going out to show a home boom you can expense it Mm -hmm. when we come to record this podcast boom I can expense it and it's automatic, and I just have to go through and review if it was personal or business. Yeah. Um, and then it just keeps up with all your, like we said, if you have your card attached to QuickBooks, any transaction that goes there, you can categorize it as whatever it was. Was it advertising? Was it meals? Was it uh, software, apps, whatever? So for me, I'm looking through my phone right now to see what subscriptions. Maybe I can look through subscriptions. Also, Cloud CMA. I use Cloud CMA um, all the time for my listings. So if you want to make a really impressive uh, listing presentation and not have to spend a ton of time on it, Cloud CMA is fantastic. I want to say it's like 350 a year and you can however many listings you're getting that year, you can type in the the person's info, you can put comps on there. It does the most it's like a 20-page really impressive professional-looking packet for CMAs. Mm. Palm agent is nine dollars and ninety nine cents a year. It is an amazing, very valuable application on my phone that um, is only ten bucks a year, and I use it to for listing presentations. I can give them a net sheet that lets them know how much they're going to be getting at closing, and then I also can do a buyer um, mortgage calculator on that as well. And then also for the ten bucks. It sends me a bunch of marketing material that I can send out and put on net on net not on Netflix on Instagram on Facebook. I can use it, or for me, I only just get ideas from the marketing. I don't post the exact thing, but yeah. I just use it for ideas. But Palm Agent, very very valuable app. Second one's CapCut. I pay seven ninety nine a month for it. Captions. I I do the captions app. That's fifty dollars a that year. That was my third one. Yep. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't, yeah. mean, to, I didn't mean to buy it. Yeah, that. no worries. Captions. Uh, super easy. It's nine dollars and ninety nine cents a month. Uh, it does add up. So pretty much, I'm spending thirty bucks a month on subscriptions. Yeah, not well, too bad. You know, if you count your MLS dues too, that's once a quarter, right? Gotta have those. That's extreme. How much is that? Uh, ours is like four seventy a quarter. Which Something gets like up that. there. Yeah. Right. And then, I mean, that's why every quarter it seems like there's agents that drop out because if you're not producing, it's easy to get in your head and be like, well, I guess I should just stop or I'm going to skip this month. 
the the thing I have to counter that is what's four seventy if you get a contract within the three months. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'll more than pay for that. People you... aren't hungry, bro. Like they they just quit. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's not working. I didn't get a deal. I'm gonna quit. Real estate's a long game. If 100%. you don't, this is not the industry where you're gonna get your license and immediately get results. Yeah. Get lasting results, right? Mm-hmm. You've got to plant seeds. Uh, we talk about it all the time. You are a marketing. You're in the marketing career. You're not in the the career of selling houses. You're in a marketing career when you get into real estate. I agree. Uh, so James, thank you for the question. Uh, last one. Marlo asked, "How do you prep a future buyer who isn't ready to purchase right now?" That's a great question. So for me, a lot of times um, credit is one of the most important things, right? So we're going to look at. I'm not going to look at, but. Uh, uh, usually we'll set them up with a lender and just do a preliminary audit of their financial situation. And a lot of times, you know, credit might be at 600 and if we can get it to 640, that rate will come down a quarter of a point, which saves them tons of money, right? It could be potentially a hundred bucks a month, right? So we want to pay down some credit cards as much as possible uh, and get their debt to income ratio as low as possible. Um, and then that's pretty much one of the most important things. Some lenders have really great tools, kind of like a what if calculator, where once they're able to pull your credit report and see what you're dealing with, because here's the thing, if someone's not willing to get pre-approved with a lender, they're not serious. Move on. hundred percent. I say move on, nurture them, but don't waste time on them. They're not serious. In a hundred percent of cases where people refuse to get pre-approved, it didn't amount to anything. So when they can do this, they pull your actual credit report. They can see your, your clients' incomes. They can see their debts. And it's a much clearer picture as to what you're dealing with. Then from there, they can make plans and say, hey, you have $8,000 on this credit card. If we can get it down to this or if we can eliminate that debt, it's going to shoot your, your points up, your credit score, up X amount of points. Mm-hmm. So then you're able to make a really educated plan as to what your client needs to do to become ready to purchase a house. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is if you have a buyer that's not purchasing right now, you need to stay in front of them as much as possible. Yes. Because you never know if another agent, you know, you know, wiggles their foot in and 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 might you know take take more attention from them. You know. Here's my suggestion: plug them into your CRM, mm. and then set a reminder. Yep. To every other month, maybe. So that you're not bothering them, you're not like going to them with no new information. Once every other month or so, whatever you're comfortable with and whatever your client's comfortable with, reach out to them. See how they're doing. Just check in. Don't make it to where it's like, hey, so you ready to buy the house yet? You know, that that comes off weird. It's like, hey, how's everything going? How How are the kids? How's the wife? Whatever your conversation looks like. And maybe they'll they'll probably bring it up to you how like where they're at, right? Because they they're like, oh, my realtor's calling. But if you disappear, don't get mad if they work with someone else. Yeah. That's on you. Yeah. It's so important. Like one of our main jobs is to stay in front of people, right? How do we stay in front of them the most? And so that's one question we always ask ourselves. And so setting them up on an auto drip is one way you can do that without as much work. Contract signed. Let's go. Uh, Love that. Nuh-uh. Love that for her. Yeah. That's, that's the one awesome. you were working on, right? Yep. Sorry. Um, Another suggestion. When you have them in your CRM, maybe you change things up. Maybe it's not a call every two months. You don't want to be like predictable, right? Maybe you send them a newsletter one month and then you call them and then it's a text message. Like just change it up. The, The basic rule is stay in front of them because at some point, just like I did with that one client I was just talking about, I dropped the communication with them and I paid, paid the price quote unquote, because I didn't get the sale or I didn't get the referral, whatever it was. And that's 100% on me. Yeah. That's not on the client. Yeah. I basically was like, oh, well, they're not going to get approved. I'm not going to be of use to them. So I dropped it. Yeah. I got a client off topic. I got a client that finally got approved today. They were working on their credit. They've been working real hard. And so it's really cool to see. Uh, it's cool when they get excited, too. Like when they call you and they're like, they're like, hey, great news. Yeah. This one's a good friend of mine. And uh, I actually did not set him up on a MLS drip yet i was like you know what let's wait until you get approved first Um, it's a smart move like right i mean it just depends right like i have clients right now who i have on a on a drip or an auto email through my mls and we just we have estimated numbers Mm -hmm. and that's all i can do for them i know but i set really good expectations up front right 
It's, hey, this is I'm going based off of what you're telling me right now. We don't have a clear picture of your finances because you're not pre-approved. But we have a plan to get you pre-approved in October. Yep. And then we'll adjust your search based on that. You know what? I've got a lot of sellers right now that are like, hey, John, we're thinking about selling February, you know, December, January, that time frame. It's interesting. They're starting to stack up. My pipeline for, for you know, several months out is going to be pretty thick. Yeah. Yeah. With two C's. Thick. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, thank you so much. Marlo, thanks for the questions. Marlo, thank you so much. Uh, We're pretty much needing to wrap it up. but I think we got 10 more minutes. I think we do. We do? Yeah, we started pretty late. All right. I think. Okay. I think. What what else do you want to talk about? Facebook groups. Oh, snap. We got a whole other section, brother. I completely forgot. Come on. Wow. Wake up. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Facebook group. So uh, I did an interview with Mike Sherrard. If you don't know him, you got to check it out. He's a he's an awesome dude on YouTube. Has a like I think over a hundred thousand subscribers. If I think I'm not so. mistaken, um, and he just gives more value than you need. Like he he's on the forefront of new things. Like right now, he's studying AI and making sure that he's ahead of it for real estate agents. Go check him out on YouTube. Mike Sherrard with the Wolfpack. Hold on, I got I got to play some for for Mike real quick. Let's see. See if it'll play. (laughs) Purple Lamborghini. Oh, yeah. (laughs) If you don't know, Mike just got a a really sick purple Lamborghini delivered. Purple Monte. It's it's incredible. So that's that's why I play that. Everyone's listening like, what the? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Facebook groups. You just did an interview with Mike all about Facebook groups. Very in-depth. If you haven't seen it, Go to John's uh, Instagram, his socials, and I'm sure there will be a link there. Yeah, um, really valuable. But let's kind of dive into a little bit of you know in ten minutes. Let's talk about Facebook groups. Okay, so I'm gonna do a summarization of the very beginning, and then I'm gonna go a little bit more in depth towards the end. Sure. Is that okay? So the very beginning was when you start a Facebook group. One, you got to make it. Uh, public for the first 500 to 1,000 members, right? And the reason why you want to do that is to get as many people in there that are within that certain niche that you create the Facebook group. So Facebook groups do best when it's localized and niche, right? So when we say niche, it's like dog lovers that are in South Austin, right? So you, the more niche that you do it, the better because you have – things that are in common with people that are within that local area, right? And so what happens is the the secret sauce really, there's a few secret sauces and they have different seasonings. Um, <laughs> one is that when you combine in-person events with Facebook groups and then also you do RSVPs for your in-person events, um, you start creating relationships for that Facebook group. So now I meet Jordan at this event. He loves dogs as well, and he's in South Austin. We're creating a relationship. We have something in common. We both live in the same area. And so now Jordan's wanting to sell his house in seven months. And he's like, oh, you do real estate. It's so much easier when you have something in common. You live in the same area, and now you're talking to each other over Facebook as well. Right? And you've buttered them up to a little bit, right? Exactly. You didn't go to them and say, hi, I'm a realtor. You said, hey, tell me about your dog. Like, exactly. hey, thanks for coming to the dog's meetup or yes, whatever it is. Yes, like, yes. then you get to know that person. You build rapport first, and then through their, you know, then you add them on Facebook, right? You add them mm-hmm. their personal profiles, and they're going to start to see your yep. advertising. Yep. And that's when that opportunity arises. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, you know, one of the important parts is, and a lot of people don't do this, is that they collect data. You know, so when you first start a Facebook group for the first 500 to 1,000, I would keep it public, right? But the beauty about Facebook is that it starts suggesting to other people that are similar to the members within that Facebook group to join that Facebook group to people that aren't a part of it, they suggest it to them, right? And so now Facebook is pretty much sending leads to your Facebook group, right? And so hopefully at the point of about 500 to 1,000 members, you switch it over to a private group. And then when it's a private group, you start asking qualifying questions, right? And so within those qualifying questions, one of the questions I ask is, um, are you actually from this area? Two, um, 
I, I let them know, do you agree with all of the rules that we've set out? And you can click on the rules. And then three is, would you like to be added to our newsletter, right? And then within that question, I say, we already have over 700 people that are just like you on our newsletter. So you should probably join too, right? And I use a little bit of social proofing, right? Mm. Hey, other people are joining, so you should join too, you know? And so people join very easily, like, because like, oh, yeah, I'll if 700 other people have joined the newsletter, I want to join. So they give me their email and then that's another way to stay in front of them, provide value of, you know, local news, local events. Discounts. And it's got your logo on there. Exactly. Just little subtle reminders yes. that you're a realtor. Yeah. I sprinkle. But leading with value. Yes. Yes. So a big mistake that a lot of real estate agents make when starting a Facebook group is they lead with real estate, real estate, real estate. There are millions of real estate agents, right? It's annoying to go to somewhere and then just be advertised to more, right? They're getting punched in the face by that information, probably in multiple different sources. Exactly. So honestly, the percentage of how much I advertise my real estate business, probably 10 out of 100%, right? 10% of my time in that Facebook group is talking about real estate. So where do I talk about real estate? On Tuesdays, we do a Business Tuesdays exclusive post. Every Tuesday, you are allowed to post or comment or reply on my post that has me and my clients at a closing, right? And I'm talking about real estate. And if you don't have clients yet, make a post, do a selfie in front of a new build or do a take a picture of a house, right? Uh, but preferably put your face with a big smile on it, right? Just like on South Park. Um. <laughs> and, and the numbers game comes into play here, right? Yes. When you're And the reason it's important to be the starter of this Facebook group is you're the person who, when you make this post, because it's a rule, right? On Tuesdays, we talk about business, and you're going to post on my post. You don't just post and flood the group. Mm -hmm. You're going to post beneath my post mm -hmm. where I'm advertising my real estate business. And what's cool is here's a ninja trick. You're... You make people comment on that post, right? Every time someone comments on that post, it pushes your picture back up on the timeline, right? So now they're promoting their business, right? And so it pushes that picture back up. You're the local expert in real estate. And that's another thing. Add a badge. On Facebook groups, you can add a badge, right? And so you put local real estate agent or local real estate Things under like group expert or yeah, something. Group experts, yes. So that's one thing you need to do ask questions. Um, one thing a lot of newer agents, they ask me, they say, John, I don't have a budget to pay for all of these events, right? Guess how much money I've spent on events? Zero dollars, right? So let me tell you how I do that. One, we've built relationships. Spill that secret sauce. I know. Uh, one thing is we've built relationships with local vendors and said, hey, you know, we're building this ecosystem of trust and credibility, and we want to do an event, and you're going to be the authority figure at these events, right? So we want you to uh, – would you like to sponsor this event, right? Usually we'll get anywhere between 500 to two grand per event. Uh, sometimes, you know, if it's a small meetup, like a, a you know – your first beer's on me. It usually costs about two, 250 bucks. What you can do is you can find roofers, insurance agents. You can find you know local businesses that would love to. They need more business, right? And so you've got 30, 40, 50, 100 people that show up to these events, and they're the, the main sponsor. That looks good on them. And what we've noticed is, is a lot of people that go to these events, they actually use these sponsors. Yes. I think that was going to be my next point is there's probably some hesitation from listeners who go, oh, well, that won't work. Mm -hmm. Right? Getting a sponsor is not going to work. It absolutely will. I've witnessed it with your dad's group where the insurance guy is, he's like the sponsor of the group. Mm -hmm. And every single time that someone's like, hey, I'm looking for, you know, I'm looking for insurance or my insurance went up, who can help? Everyone, everyone tags him and he gets the opportunity and it's crazy. That's how it's supposed to work. Yes, exactly. And so we give him the main, uh, the main point of he's the guy, right? And so now that every time he's the guy, he's like, yeah, dude, I'm going to sponsor every event because you know, everybody's working with me. You if know? you keep feeding him, he's going to keep feeding your group. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And so, and he's not the only sponsor. We have several right. sponsors, but, uh, and you can have one like, in, like you'll be the exclusive blank provider of this group. You'll be the exclusive insurance provider. You'll be the exclusive roofer, whatever it is. Like mm -hmm. you can, you can change that up however you want. 
Last piece of advice, and I didn't really talk about this on the YouTube channel. Uh, the YouTube video that we put out on Mike Sherrard's YouTube channel is every time I get a closing, I ask my client, and if they're not a part of the Facebook group, I ask them to join if they're a male or a dad. And I say, do you mind making a review with a picture of your new home or you know something to do with that, like a picture of your old home or whatever, um, and say your experience with working with me and hopefully it was positive, right? So now my ex-client, not my ex, my clients are posting on that Facebook group and seeing pictures of me worth them at the closing table, right? And so, and they're giving an awesome review. So I'm leveraging my clients' trust, credibility, and they're posting on there. As actual members of the group. As actual Who members. other people are seeing. Yes. And just further solidifies that that trust. Yes. It's, I took care of a member of this group. Yeah. And, and so, the more people you can have in that group that, that you do that with. Yeah. Man, you're yeah. building some influence. So we have several Facebook groups. Uh, one of them does better than, way better than all of them. And the thing is, I've started several, several Facebook groups, and a lot of them failed, right? I had to figure out that niche. I had to figure out that consistency. I had to figure out how to lead with value and not advertising, right? Yeah. There's a balance to be had. I mean, we, we've we seen a group in the area that had twice the members, but nothing coming of it, mm -hmm. right? And it, it was a different kind of group, but I'm just saying, like, it was so general, that all the people had in common was where they lived. Yeah. Right? That wasn't niche enough. It wasn't it wasn't a tight community mm -hmm. because there was no unifying factor other than, hey, we're all in this proximity. Yeah. Okay, so that's pretty much it. If you want to learn more, go to that YouTube video because it's absolutely awesome. Like Mike asked great questions. Mike doesn't half ass anything. He does not, no. No, it was uh, legit. And and one thing is is like like Mike always says, if you guys want to work with us personally on a personal level, please feel free to reach out to both of us on Instagram at John Michael Perez. At Jordan sells ATX, baby. Yeah, yeah. So guys, if you want to work with us on our team or with personally, we give free coaching. You can go to our power hour. Um, you can listen to our episodes. And if you're listening this far, hopefully you liked it. Uh, yeah. But kudos to you. Yeah. <laughs> you want to close this out? Guys, thank you so, so much. What a banger episode, bro. This I felt like we were buzzing. I think the info is pertinent. And we know that if you implement this information and you, you follow the blueprint, you'll succeed. It's impossible to fail. If you got... If you, the only way you're going to fail is if you listen to this and you ain't got no hustle. Mm. That's it. Yep. So we look forward to celebrating your successes. We're going to be here to provide the value. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. If by chance you found any value in this, please feel free to leave us a review. It is a free, easy way to support the podcast. We will never ask for your money. This is just what we do, baby. Signing out, Real Estate Virgins. We out, baby. Thank you so much.